Edison Chan, welcome to Show Studio. Hey, hey. Um, how would you describe yourself? What would you say that you do? Uh, I creator. I'm a creator. Um, I do music. I do movies. Uh, creative direction, clothing design, retail management. Um, a lot of people ask me what I do. I, I think uh, the best way to kind of put it is that I, I create things. Would you call yourself an artist? Yes, but a lot of people would disagree with me, I think. But uh, I feel that, um, especially in the region that I work in, um, you know, in China, uh, it's it's a very kind of more suppressed um, culture where, where, where a lot of thoughts and stuff are kind of more suppressed. Mm -hmm. So um, I kind of let it all out and let it all hang. So I, I feel like in that kind of context, I, I definitely am an artist. Tell me more about that. When, when you say suppressed, what do you mean? Um, you know, I, a lot of the stuff I do is youth orientated, meaning, you know, more street culture, like urban music, uh, you know, uh, creative direction for, for certain companies that are more targeted toward youth marketing. So um, in that spectrum, they keep coming back to me and keep coming back to me because they say that there's no one else that, that they can really find. They're like, oh, we need to find someone new to work with. And I'm like, good luck with that, because it's 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 really hard to be able to think 100% freely. You know, um, there's a lot of constraints, there's a lot of worries um, on people's minds when when uh, sensitive issues um, are brought up, or even non-sensitive issues, meaning new things. You know, new creative ideas. Um, when it's something foreign, people tend to try to be more safe. And um, I'd say I'm. A little bit of the opposite of that. You seem to have a bit of a love-hate relationship with with China. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Um, you know, I, I can't. I, 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 I'm. I think it's neither. I don't hate or love it. Um, I'm kind of in it. Uh, I'm in this relationship where it's kind of like my ugly cousin or something. Where I, I love him, but at the same time, he's really annoying. Uh, it's it's hard for me to be enveloped in in that kind of um, I don't know really how to put it in 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 that whole space and area of of Chinese culture. Um, I was never wanting to go in and, and and be totally a part of it, but I just kind of fell into it, and now I'm kind of um, married to it, you know. And uh, at times it's it's painful. At times it's lovely um and uh the the relationship's still ongoing so hopefully it ends in a, in a in a good way do you ever wish that you hadn't become famous uh yes uh yes and no yes and no um i feel that with fame has it is come with a lot of pressure i i just like to especially nowadays i think when i was younger i was really into the fact that I was a superstar or people love me and I'm on billboards. And now I'm more just kind of the person that just wants to walk in the park and not be noticed. Um, I guess a lot of things have maybe changed uh, my thoughts on that, but um, I, 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 feel, I feel happy now. Um, I've been through the, the, the really happy and then the really unhappy parts of, of my relationship in that way. But now I'm in a more comfortable and safe place, I feel. 
I think an element of, um, I think this is something you said to, to Nick Knight when we were talking about doing this interview, is this element of being able to kind of tell your side. Mm. And I'm interested, do you feel like you've been misrepresented and that you continue to be misrepresented? Uh, I feel definitely that I'm misrepresented. I, I don't think many people want to really hear what I have to say, you know? Um, I think they, they want to see the, the, the only the kind of the more explosive kind of more news making um, things. But I have many, many other things that I feel like I offer to, you know, not just um, the whole country in, in general. It's like, you know, the future of the country. So um, I really feel and hope that one day uh, they'll sit down and really listen to what I have to say inside and, and what I have to offer because um, I feel like I'm in an interesting position where I understand, you know, more 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 parts and more cultures and more different thinking ideas and directions that um, together in union we would have a have a have a very fruitful relationship I feel why do you think people don't want to to sort of let that that side of you be seen you know a lot of people might agree with what I have to say but they don't want to agree in public about what I have to say so um, people just try to stay off the topic, you know, um, because, like I said, in 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 China, there's 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 a a certain type of um, cloud hanging over everyone where everyone feels that they have to lay dormant and uh, stick to the safe route. I mean, and this is not just in this is in business culture. This is in in youth culture, this is in how to raise your child. You know, it's 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 a little very different from how I was brought up and where I'm living right now. So um, I feel like they feel unsafe to uh, agree with me, and if they speak to me and they hear what I have to say, um, they 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 feel like it's maybe like a caution sign or a do not enter sign. And mm. um, it's very interesting because they ask the same questions and same questions every single time that I have an interview with these people, but they never really ask the right questions. And, you know, it's, it's hard for me to show them who I really am because no one really wants to be the person to showcase that. What would be the right questions? Just, you know, I, I think more, more so than uh, what's fashionable nowadays? Um, what color next year? Uh, who are the best designers? Uh, where are you going to chill? Like, you know, it's, they're, they're very surface. Um, I like for some respectable kind of uh, news source to really delve deep into what I have on thoughts on, you know, entertainment culture or even youth culture or youth movements and, um, you know, the, the way that I feel um, China as a nation can be better and better mm. in the future because I feel, you know, uh, everyone's talking about China is the future, China is the future, China is the future, but we need to, you know, not only monetarily um, be that, but we also have to be that in the forefront leader of most industries, you know? Mm. Uh, you don't become the most important country of the world with just money, like, and I feel that, um, they need to delve deeper into a lot of cultural ideas and cultural things for for us to be really considered a, a forefront leader of, of the, the whole world, you know? Mm. 
It's interesting that you, you kind of talk about this sense of conservatism and, and, you know, people not wanting to come out in support of you or listen to what you have to say. And one thing that I found interesting, and in, in, you know, when you talk about your difficulties, I guess you're referring in part to 2008 when there was the kind of the sex scandal. And one of the things that you said at that time, you said, I can't say I didn't do anything wrong. I admitted that I was wrong. And I wouldn't say sorry if I wasn't wrong. And I find that interesting in a sense, because to me that, why do you think you did do anything wrong? Um, I feel like, you know, the, the thing deeply is that I didn't know myself exactly what was going on and I already jumped to many conclusions. I didn't think of uh, the whole and I only thought of myself. And in that sense, um, I felt I was wrong because, you know, I, I, I hadn't understood that I was in figure in culture that that a lot of people were looking looking to and trying to look for 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 direction now in the same context is that even looking back now it's like i i still struggle to find exactly what it is that makes me the devil but um you know i understand that 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 from a certain point of view um especially the conservative view is that a lot of the things that I represent or that I'm associated with are taboo. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, what exactly I did wrong was maybe misjudge the situation um, and, you know, disrespected the, 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 the one place that I was living in and, and, and making a living from, you know? And but you didn't, do, you didn't, cause anything do you not think that the things that happened were things that were private and you know it's normal to be sexually explorative or you know do I mean, the things that you did it was just the, the way whole, they came the, I mean, out. yeah like the, the, the whole world's having sex uh, behind closed doors um some more than others some countries more than others and and i don't feel like i had done anything in particular wrong in that situation no um the only thing that i said i was kind of wrong was was in the context of looking and, and how I dealt with the situation. Um, it, it was too foreign to me and um, too instantaneous. I had lawyers, I had government officials, I had my manager, I had my mother, I had my father, all giving me types of advice. And um, maybe I was led a little bit astray, but you know, on, on, the, on the tip of sexuality, I don't, I don't feel like I was wrong. You know, I was being a, young buck um, having consensual fun, you know? So um, in that sense, I, I don't feel like I was wrong. Do you feel like you sense. were treated differently because you're male? Because, you know, we've seen leaks of footage, you know, Paris Hilton, Kim Kardashian, what have you. Do you think because you were male, people somehow presumed that your role was more active and that you were somehow more to blame? I think it's more cultural, you know? Um, all, the, all the people that you said were were, were uh, incorporated or in Western cultures. And I, I feel that the, it goes back down to exactly what I, what I started off saying is, is that the, the mind frame um, of the people that I was reaching out to are very, very different, you know? Um, and, you know, mind you, given that, it's very hard for me to say that they're not sexually active or doing wild things either you know it's just the way 
that people are more open and free about talking about things that they like or that they're doing. And uh, I just feel like it's a shame sometimes because um, I get characterized by just that and I feel like I've offered so much more than just that um, to all the people that, that, that look at what I do. Do you think people think of you as being disrespectful to women? <laughs> mm. I think some people do, but I definitely am not. I respect women in the utmost. I grew up with my mother and my two sisters. Um, my father was away, and um, I respect women. I, I feel like women are more important than men, you know? Um, read books about how ancient, ancient kind of cultures put women first and how, you know, somehow maybe um, civilization or, you know, like, you know, advancements in in the way that we live have taught us a different way, but I, I definitely respect women deeply, but I feel like people don't think that I really care. Um, you know, it, it's funny because, you know, I, I respected every woman that I, I've been with. I, I just don't understand how, you know, everyone's been through a growing process. Um, and um, through that process, um, I've encountered many different people and have had many different encounters. And um, I don't think that makes me disrespect them. I've never, I've never used them for anything. I've never, you know, physically harmed any of them. And, you know, I don't, I feel like it's a misunderstanding. Would you call yourself a feminist? I like wearing women's clothes sometimes, but, you know, not dresses, but I like wearing Celine and that mall and, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, you know, I, I feel especially a lot of the times when I look at uh, the way in the entertainment industry where I, where I work with, um, um, the way that women are, are treated or, or portrayed, I, I feel like there's something that I, that I, I wanted to do, but they're, they're, it's just, I'm just one person and not that many people have or the guts or want to listen to what I have to say. So um, I'm definitely for women, but I don't know if I'm a feminist, but you know, I definitely feel the importance of women in culture and in my life, yeah. There's a quote that you gave in a, in a different interview. You talk a lot about the way that hip hop has influenced you, obviously, and you talked you know, everything from learning even about how to run a business from hip hop, but you use this particular quote where you said hip hop is your dad and I want to kind of delve into that more but but I wonder do you think that part of your approach towards how you see femininity in women but also how you see your own role as a man and masculinity has come from hip-hop yeah I, I definitely do because you know when um, I started listening to hip-hop they were talking about girls as hoes and tricks and bitches and um, I might have fell into that a little when when I was younger but you know the more the more that I matured the more that I understood that actually um, they were talking about a certain type of woman and not really woman in general. And, um, you know, some other, especially Tupac, who's one of my favorite kind of entities ever, if you dig a little deeper into his lyrics, you see that he utmost respects women, like, to the fullest. So, you know, through, through actually hip-hop is I actually learned how to respect women from non-respecting them at first, you know? It's very strange because when I was young, I moved to Hong Kong um, when I was nine. And um, I had lived in Vancouver, Canada before that. I was fully into in a Western kind of setting. Then I got thrown into a 
full-on kind of Chinese uh, dominated kind of environment and uh, that's why hip-hop had affected my life so much because it was like my connection back to where I was born like where, where I felt comfortable um, it, it, it's it still does. It, it just is not as much um, because, you know, I already have formulated my ideas and my thoughts. But the ideas and thoughts that I, I, I use nowadays are very, very inrooted in, in hip hop culture, which is very strange. Um, but it hasn't done that bad for me. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that bad right now. So. <laughs> when I interviewed um, Kanye West, he said that he feels hip hop is misogynistic and a part of it is men who don't feel like they have a channel to kind of I guess sort of push themselves and promote and, and feel like they have authority and power they use hip-hop as a way of, of demonstrating that and he felt that 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 resulted in hip-hop being misogynistic do you not agree with that I, mean, I can't disagree with Kanye <laughs> <laughs> good answer <laughs> You know, I, I feel I feel like, you know, that that, that the origins of, of most um, hip hop entities are, are, are definitely geared towards that. But I feel like as as they gain momentum, as they gain more influence on culture, I feel like there's a responsibility on us to actually voice out our opinions. And, you know, like even even Kanye has has, you know, a, a beautiful video shot by Nick. And, you know, that's more celebrating women um, than than really kind of. Um, putting it down, you know? So I, I definitely agree that, you know, the, the, the first kind of front, um, when you come out in, in kind of hip hop, it's, it's a certain type of image, a certain type of way. But I feel like now in 2016, and especially in the coming years, there's going to be, you know, a lot of openness in, in hip hop, especially is like, um, I really think that the next most important hip hop artist will be, will be openly bisexual and, and maybe even transgender, you know? I feel like, this stuff is going to a part where 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 it's not confined by what people think hip hop is. It's going to define itself in the next five to ten years. I feel. Tell me about your life right now. You're you're engaged, aren't you? Um, I'm happily in a relationship. Um, not yet quite engaged. Um, kind. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're happy. I'm happy. Um, I'm living a life where I feel like I'm pacing myself. Um, I'm with great people. I'm with great. I'm with great partner. I'm with my family at a part and a point in my life where we love and respect each other, other than want to kill each other. <laughs> and um, you know, like just today, I'm I'm in London and uh, I got to go to museums and see things that I wanted to see and I'm not really I mean I could be in in Shanghai right now cutting a check but I, I'd rather cut a personal life check and, and and gain some experience in culture and I I really hope that that you know people in the end will be influenced or affected by the way that I I, I live my life meaning the things that I get to see and in turn hopefully being able to influence the people that listen to me because mm. um, I'm much an outward type of person. I like to share what I see and I like to, especially in China, I like to voice my opinion because I like 
for the youth to really empower uh, their their own ideas and thoughts and, and manifest some new things because there's so many people in China I mean, there, there has to be one or two that are like super superstars like not like saying they're a great singer and actor or just great thinkers you know and for these thinkers to be able to really open up and 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 be real with themselves is, is they have to see an example of someone do it and I'm trying to be that example and you know I, like I said uh, you know I used to say I wanted to change entertainment culture and there's I've found out that there's no way that I can really one person do that but I feel like with me pushing the envelope I can start that wave and hopefully the next wave of, of, of people can say that they're influenced by my ideas or by my quotes or by my my, my, my thoughts you know it's interesting you talk about um you're very open and you said also in an interview before that China is very closed if people have a good idea they keep it to themselves do you think that that holds China back that the holds so what does it hold China back that idea of like not sharing you talked about how in LA people share people share the ideas yeah you know I it, it, it all comes down to I, I really think is is the idea of the safetyness of their physical being you know like I, I really think that a lot of people aren't really thinking about the masses and they're only thinking about personal personal um, things down from the top to the bottom and it's sad because that, that that's something that culture has to change you know and I feel like when I'm in Los Angeles and I'm living um, everyone gets together and shares ideas and in China, um, no one really wants to share any ideas. They keep it in a closed door. They, they're very secretive about everything. And, um, you know, they, they, they try to be the only player in the game when there's 12 slots on a basketball team. Like, you know, why, why is there only one player? Like, I don't quite understand that, you know, mm. so. Tell me, who do you think has had the biggest influence on you in terms of teaching you what it means to kind of be successful, to be a man, be a businessman, be in the entertainment industry? Myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but um, so many people have given me advice and have helped me along the way. Um, you know, um, from Kanye to Hiroshi to Nigo to my mother to my father to people I hate the most um, that I'm just kind of like a collection of all these people who have given me experiences and I, I kind of learned from them myself. Um, I spent 18 months by myself um, after 2008 just trying to find exactly who I am and through, the, through that time um, I had to draw from mostly myself because a lot of the people that I thought were my people weren't, weren't suddenly weren't there anymore. So I, I kind of have to give it up to myself in that kind of kind of sense because um, a lot of people tell me that if what happened to me happened to anyone else, they'd be long gone right now. So I'm still standing, I'm still surviving, and I'm living a good life. So I have to really thank myself mm -hmm. for for pulling through that. And you know, I'm not I'm not trying to say that no one has helped me through this, but. You know, I can't say that there's one person, you know, like my like everyone around me that that actually loves me and supports me has actually given me a good insight of 
of, of how to be, but in the end, I had to do it myself, and, and that's why I say me. With hindsight, do you wish that you hadn't retired from, the, well, kind of left the industry at that point? Because you said, you know, you were going to leave indefinitely, which, going back to what you were saying about feeling like, you know, that you have to be um, cautious and, and relatively conservative within kind of Hong Kong society, do you wish that you'd been bolder and said, you know, I didn't do anything wrong, I'm not going to leave? I've thought about that, and um, I feel I had to weigh out the, the different sides of everything. Um, in the beginning, my thought process would be that I was wrong, and I shouldn't have done that, and I should have just held firm and said no. Uh, but in the past eight years of my life, I've found really myself through all this you know, the, the, the ups and downs of life, you know? And actually being departed from that whole culture and all that, all those people trying to give me ideas or, 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 or you know, advice is, I really found myself and I wouldn't give that away for anything. You know, um, people, a lot, of, a lot of people ask me, it's like, hey, I know, you know, it, trying to be smart and in interviews in, in China, like, hey, if there's one thing you could change in your life, what would that be? Thinking that I would say mm. that thing, you know, it's it, oh, 2008. No, it, it, it hasn't. It's actually been a positive influence in my life and it's actually changed my life for the better. Um, I used to live thinking I was Michael Jackson, really, like the only person that mattered. I'd, I'd show up on a film set and I, I wouldn't have even read the script and I would have been like, you guys are lucky I'm here. <laughs> and you know, um, now I've learned that, um, you know, life isn't, isn't, isn't as simple as the way that I saw it. And I feel like, you know, I've been able to use my influence and my voice for a different thing. Whereas before I felt like I was being manipulated and, you know, kind of, kind of like stringed along, you know, mm -hmm. and now I'm open and being who I actually should be. It seems like you were kind of very unhappy at that point. It, it sounds like from what you've just said then, but also, you know, you've said in the past, you've described it as kind of your years as a slave. You said that you really weren't happy. And, and it also sounds like what you're saying is you, you didn't like yourself at that point. You talk about it like you were sort of somewhat arrogant. And I wonder, like, if 2008 hadn't happened, do you think something bad would have happened? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, you know, e even the closest person to me right now says that it was a blessing because if that hadn't happened, something even worse might have happened to me. Um, and, you know, a lot of people might think that I'm just bullshitting, but it was a blessing. It was a blessing. And I it, was, it was an important part of my life that put me through a dark time, but I came back and I rose from it. And, you know, this is the most important thing that I think that people could, as I want people to take back from my life in especially in China, is that you can, you can do whatever you want to do. You can, you know, it's all dependent on you. You know, it's not someone telling you what is going to happen to you in your life. It's about what you believe and how hard you go and work at it. I sh a lot of people, like I said, thought that I should be gone and, you know, withered and died by now, but I'm more comfortable in who I am more than ever and I'm proud of it. And I hope that people, if they don't take back from uh, what I was trying to bring them culturally through fashion or for art or musically or, or, or you know, an artistic way, is, is that 
there there is no one holding you back but yourself you know and I feel that that's an important thing for me to say to a lot of the youth because um, they need that strength and they need to hear that because every time they a lot of people in China I know they th they say oh I want to do this but yeah it'll never happen and it's not true it's it's the culture of of of, of the past generation trying to f impose that on us but you know we we can do whatever we want and I you know if you fail you can stand back up and and I'm the best example for them for that you talk about being told that if you try something it won't work and you've talked also before about that kind of happened with your father didn't it when you were sort of investing in in business he said it was a waste of money <laughs> do, you, do you have a good relationship with him uh I've had I've I, I have a better relationship with him now um, back then, I don't feel like I had any type of respect for authority. Um, so I kind of just went against the grain. Um, but without him saying that, I wouldn't have worked as hard in, in trying to make my dream come true. I would have, you know, I would have coasted it a little bit. But him telling me that I wouldn't make it, I'd lose all my money, I just had to show him that I wouldn't, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and tell me, do you think that the fashion industry accepts you? Do you want to be accepted by the fashion industry? <laughs> uh, that's a good question, you know. Um, I enjoy fashion. I don't exactly know if, if I'm trying to be accepted by it. I'm just trying to have fun doing something that I like to do. Um, I have a lot of friends that are, are involved in the fashion industry and they've, they've been very welcoming. But um, I feel like, you know, for, I want to be someone with a voice in fashion in China. Um, I want to be involved in more of the things that they do that are supposedly fashionable or important. Um, I feel like uh, my voice is important in that, in that arena now. Going, when I'm in Paris during Fashion Week, I'd rather just be a spectator and go to my friend's shows. Um, so, you know, it's, it's very different in, in where I'm at and who I'm dealing with. So, of course, I want to be welcomed, <laughs> um, but I, I'm definitely not trying to, to, to be, you know, Karl Lagerfeld, you know, mm. yeah. Have you ever felt like you've not been welcome? I think there's a certain feeling within fashion. People like, and culture in general, people like people to do one thing. You know, you're an actor, you're a mm -hmm. singer, you're a designer, you know, I think people find it confusing when people reinvent or when they move between different disciplines have you ever felt that that pressure definitely um i definitely feel that pressure um i think it's better on a in in, in within within the confines of china i feel like they 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 now actually don't even look at me as a actor or a musician they actually look to me more as a you know a fashion person and that's very strange to me because actually I'm at the core an actor and then a musician and then a fashion person, you know? So, um, you know, I, I feel like the world's changing in, 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 a, in a very interesting way where people like Kanye or people like, you know, Rocky, um, they're, we're multi-talented. We, we've, we've grown in an age where, where, we're, where we have information coming at us from every which way and we've been very blessed to be in contact with you know just each other or people that we respect and um i feel like the the new generation is is about multi multi 
multi-talented creative uh, you know, people. Um, one of the people that I admire most, his name is Hiroshi Fujiwara, and I can't even tell you what he does. Like, I, I, don't, I really don't know what he does. I just know that whatever he does is cool. <laughs> it's, it's really weird, yeah. The scene that you're in, and some of the people you talk about, they're all, they're all men. Do you think it's, it's hard in that kind of, I don't want to talk about streetwear because it's a narrow term, but in that kind of hip hop streetwear kind of culture, if you can call it that, why is it so male dominated? I feel like people in power are afraid to allow the female to really really shine or really, really impose their will on the culture. Um, I feel like in the past five, 10 years, it's a little different now. Um, you know, Beyonce is one of the most influential people on earth. And I, I really feel like she's kind of like the new page of, of everything, like more feminist, more stylish, you know, kind of independent woman can do whatever she want. And I feel like that's the same embodiment of, of, of what I was brought up on hip hop. It's just on a, on a woman, you know? And, mm. and, and, and I really feel, I love woman artists. My, my favorite artists are women, like, you know, Barbara Cougar, uh, Catherine Bernhardt, new artist, anyways. Um, and I really, I really feel like I, I like I like to hear what they have to say. I, I like watching movies where women are the main character because then I don't put myself in their shoes and I'm like not not like oh if I was this guy what would I do or how would I feel? I have I, I can kind of completely sit back and enjoy and watch and just kind of be in the moment instead of trying to an analyze everything. So. I'm I'm all for the the, the next wave of, of, of the female movement, you know. Mm. And tell me, do you think that do you do you now like the responsibility of being a role model? It seems like for a while that was a tough responsibility, but do you like it now? I'd like it if they'd listen to me a little bit more and they'd ask me more about how how I feel instead of um, a lot of people might misunderstand me. They'll be like, oh, you got the cool shoes on and. Oh, he gets to chill with this person and that person, and it's just like that doesn't make me why why that doesn't that doesn't make that isn't the reason why I'm important. I feel like I'm important because of the the the, the experiences I had and what I can tell you, mm. you know. And I, I I I'm like I told everyone around me that that actually means something to me is I don't want any type of award ever except for a lifetime achievement award when they look back and they're like wow this guy actually he was he was something you know like every year there's like oh here's this acting award this is music award this is fashion award and i'm like man you know i don't, I don't care about any awards I, I just care about living my life and actually making a difference um in the in in culture, especially in, in China. Mm. It's interesting when you talk about kind of the ways in which you want to inspire young people, because I, I did wonder if, because you're known for kind of your style and obviously like the work that you do with Clot and what have you, do you worry that rather than turning young people into people who are political and engaged and sort of culturally aware, you're inspiring them more to think like consumers, you know, that they should buy these shoes or they should buy this hat or they should hang at these places and that's the main message they're taking from it. I mean, if they're actually listening to who, what I'm, what I'm saying and what I'm doing, no, because mm -hmm. with every type of um, launch or release or, or or project that we do, we explain the, the 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 thinkings behind it. Like it's not like, oh, this is the gray shoe and it's gray. It's like, 
Um, we just did a shoot and it was about uh, nature and, and, and building, you know, it was about um, floral art and, and, and stuff like that. And we actually really went and d dug deep into, into every, every collection, every shoe collaboration, every launch that we do, we go deep into the thinkings behind it. And the reason why we do that is because we're trying, I'm trying to set the, the tone for them to I understand how to formulate their own ideas. Um, there's a lot of people doing clothing brands in China right now, which is the exact copy of a vape or mm. the exact copy. It's just, it's not a it's monkey, a it's, a, it's a giraffe, you know? And it's like, and people are buying it. And it's like, wow, like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? I, I thought to myself, is this what I'm supposed to be doing to make more money? And in the end, I'm like, no, because, you know, I'm comfortable in, with what I'm doing, but I would be leading them astray into thinking that that is, is the culture, th that is the movement. And, you know, um, I, stick to, I stick to my gut and I stick to exactly what I believe in. And I hope that over the years that they'll see the testament. I, 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 I do a, a kind of pop-up art thing now. It's called 3125C. Mm -hmm. And it sells candy. It sells art and it sells clothing. And it's... It's more of an experience for, for, for me to allow the people that are following what I do come into a space and, and, and really see like, oh, this is art. Like I can be a part of art. Like art is interesting. It's not just like Renaissance music. No, no, it's not like that. It's very now, it's very new, and it's a very good way of expressing yourself. So I really, I really hope that um, they, they look the people that matter look behind the surface and see exactly what I'm trying to tell them. You seem to have a lot of faith in young people and a lot of faith in, in people who are sort of followers of your work, but then you, you also acknowledge at the same time that a lot of th those messages aren't getting listened to and people just, they just see the surface, they just see the product or they just, they just remember the rumors, you know, that kind of a thing. Do you worry about that with young people that they don't, that they're not engaging enough, they just want to look cool, they just want to be like you on a kind of, perhaps like a more shallow level I worry about that a lot uh, um, I, I that's one of the main concerns of, of everything that we we do now you know and when I say we it's like because I have a great team that I work with um, it's we're, we're trying to expand their minds and we're trying to expand their horizons and it seems like half the time we're failing um, it's, it's very sad um, but I feel like you know there's there, there's a few the select few are getting it and I hope that those select few are the are the people that can can rise up and actually make a difference. Um, I feel like a lot of people aren't trying to hear what we have to say. Um, they're just trying to look at the surface and be like, oh well that's cool and that's not that's not part of it you know it's not really not part of it. I I, I need them to understand other than just follow. Mm. I want them to lead and not follow me. They can I I I, I ex I, I totally, totally welcome um, the new guy, and hopefully he'll be on my team because <laughs> hopefully he'll say that I inspired him. <laughs> it's interesting you talk about you want them to lead, but then there's this kind of strange irony because you're you're such a kind of figure to so many people. You know, you go someplace and tons of kids turn up, and in a way that must make you happy because they obviously like you, but it must make you sad because you must look at them and think, what are you doing? Why are you standing here hanging on my every word? Why aren't you going out and kind of having your own opinion. Is that a strange tension sometimes? No, not at all. Because I try to have an interactive, um, like I, I always, especially when I went like last, a month ago we were in Paris and we did a meet and greet and you know, a bunch of kids showed up in Paris. I thought 30 people were gonna show up. 
300 some people showed up and I spent time and spoke to each and every one of them, you know? And I was like, oh, what do you guys do? Blah, 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 you going to school, you should do this, you should go here, you should go check this out. And I feel like over, over a few experiences or even meeting me once, I hope that I can inspire them in a way that they can understand that, yes, they might have been looking at me um, for a lead, but now hopefully they can find their own path via me and maybe one day lead me. Mm. And, you know, I always, I always tell them all, always, the, well, the ones that are respectful, the ones that aren't respectful, we, <laughs> you know. Um, but I always try to let them leave with something, you know. Like um, when we do the art things, I bring them through the art gallery. Like there, there's a, chances and it's like not there to take a photo with me. It's, it's me to explain the artist and explain the art. And hopefully they go back and, and, and they get inspired or they, they start liking art and then that art can inspire them. You know, it's not always about me inspiring them. It's about me showing them a way and then them finding their way. Mm. Tell me, you talked about kind of losing friends and you talked about, you know, people sort of turning their back on you. Have any of those people subsequently come round and, and apologized? Um, no, they don't apologize. It's just that they pretend like nothing happened. But I remember every every single person and I'm not that not that forgiving. So I'm you know, like I can count on a, on on my hands and my feet. You know, I used to have two thousand something maybe so called friends and now I have less than than, than twenty in, in China, you know? I, that it, it it it's funny how when you're hot you're hot and when you're cold you're cold, you know. Um and it's it's really, really sad. Some people used to call me their little brother, you better call me your sister, I'm your sister, I'm your sister and then all of a sudden in an interview they say they don't know me. And it's like, wow, you know. Um but they did teach me a great lesson to value the people that really do love me and the people that are around me. So, you know, fuck them and also thank you, you know, so same time. Um, but these fake people, I'm, 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 I'm going to remember and I know they'll remember because every time they see me, I'll make them remember. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, there's people now that come up to me and give me a hug and I'll just, you know, I'll tell them. I'll be like, what are you hugging me for? You don't know me. Like, fuck you. Get the fuck away from me before I make a scene. And, I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not afraid to make scenes, you know, and these people are. So most people stay away from me now, um, especially the ones that know the truth about how they are because they're spineless, you know. I don't even know what kind of word I can use to describe these people, but they know who they are and, you know, they deserve the worst and I feel like I deserve better. Do you not want to, is there a part of you that feels in any way bitter that your name was called out and these people, do you ever want to call them out on it? And you know, you say cause a scene, but is that something that, you know, you feel like you had to go through a lot of public um, sort of outcry? Yeah, you know, I've, I've thought about um, in context what people think I am and what I've done wrong. And then I look at some people that were the ones pointing fingers at me and I, and I can see that they're three times worse than me, but they're the boss of the company or they're this influential person and that person there and that person there. And I, I, I feel like, you know, if people just knew, you know, if people just knew, but I've gotten past that because I feel like there's someone else watching and hopefully in the end, glory will come to the people that deserve it and not to the people that don't. When you say there's someone else watching, do you mean God. I don't know if it's God, if it's 
I mean, this sounds crazy. If it's the God, if it's the devil, if it's Buddha, if it's whatever, I just feel like there's some, there's someone, there's someone watching, and I know that that someone knows that what who I am really, and hopefully they can recognize that. Are you on? Do you speak to the women who were involved? Mm, I bumped into them once or twice. Um, I feel like we're cordial with each other now. Um, it's funny. I bumped into them on planes. All, you know, two of them. I mm. bumped into them on planes, and it's it, there's no. I don't feel ill will at all. I feel like it's just all hype. You know, hype. Everyone loves news articles, and everyone loves hype. Uh, but I think as long as the people involved know the truth, I think that I'm comfortable going to bed at night like that. Does it make you cautious? And did it make you cautious about getting into new relationships? Did you worry that you know? women who you were with could then say things about you that would just add to this story and you know they could, it would be very easy for them to paint a a certain picture of you yeah um i definitely was afraid um for a long time but you know i was afraid that not only not only like what what just things they would say to me like if we were arguing they'd be like ah, blah, 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 you know that this person over that happened and this and it would have been it would have been like really just detrimental to my to to my mental health. But um, I've kind of gone past that. Um, I really I made peace with myself, and I feel like you know I forgave myself um, for putting myself into a, a horrible situation. And and I think that that's you know that's what I told everyone involved in the situation is that the most important thing is for you to forgive yourself first, and and, and then you can go on and be yourself again. When you say you forgave yourself, it seems to me like you're not angry at yourself for kind of the pictures or the pictures coming out. You're angry at yourself for who, for sort of who you'd become. Yeah, I mean, I was a little, I was out of control. I was out of control, um, in a sense. Um, uh, it's because it's because of that 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 all these. Uh, I feel like because I was living a life of of uncontrollable kind of like I I I was just doing whatever the fuck I wanted. I didn't give a fuck about anything. I wasn't trying to be, be, be think about anyone's well-being, not even my own. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I was kind of spiraling and spiraling, and it, it kind of that's where I ended up at. I feel. When you look at yourself back then, do you recognize that guy? Do you understand how you got yourself into that position? Was it just naivety? What was it? No, it was it was the machine feeding me. It was the machine feeding me. Um, I, I I wasn't I was given everything really really quickly uh, I was Jackie Chan's secret weapon in a, in a in a in a news article one day that's what he called me and then I started making millions of dollars and I I didn't exactly know what was going on but I was living it definitely and uh, you know um, it got me to a point where I not necessarily was listening to who I was and seeing who I was and what I was doing. I was just getting strung along by the the, the whole game, the whole entertainment game, the media, the the managers, the leveraging. The I was a puppet. I was a little monkey, and um, I was in a zoo, and I was in a cage. But my cage was very comfortable. I had nice cars, and I had nice women, and I had nice food. It's just that they 
they put me in a cage and I didn't even know it. And when they wanted to lock me away and throw me away, they just threw me away to one side and that's what they did, you know? And um, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm glad that I, I, I'm a free monkey now and I'm allowed mm -hmm. to roam around in the, in the jungle. <laughs> do you want to have children? Yeah, I do. If you had a son, would you worry, or a daughter, would you worry about them becoming famous? Yes. Yes. I, I've said it in numerous songs, like, if my son or daughter wants to be famous, I'd be heartbroken. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's, there's, there's a lot of, like, I put it in context and I tell a lot of people, if I was a lawyer and I made 70% of the money I made and no one knew who I was, I, I would definitely choose that life. Uh, I feel like entertainment uh, culture has is, is is very strenuous and it's very kind of like smoke and mirrors. There's a lot of evil people in 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 the industry, and I you know I, I try to work really hard and buy good art right now um, to, to for for my children so that they they, they don't have to um, go and hustle and do crazy shit like I had to 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 kind of make it you know. Mm. There are creative people and artists and people who work in fashion or even to an extent, you know, music and acting who who don't acknowledge kind of that element of the public life. They won't give interviews. You know, they they refuse to be sort of in the limelight. Did you have you considered that that option of kind of stopping, you know, not speaking? Not, is that never complain, never explain mentality? No, I, I, I did. Um, I started opening up again, or maybe a year ago again because I felt like, you know, I, I was waiting for someone else to really go and, and, and be the, 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 the person, but no one wants to assume the position, so I might as well go and assume it back again myself. The chair was there, left open for everyone to go and take it in China, but no one wanted to say anything and no one wanted to be that dude, so I'm going to be that dude and I'm going to start and speak to people that are quality and not just about the bullshit. I, I'm gonna do interviews and speak to and go to go to go to places that that are important and and that make a difference and not just the the, the hoopla of all all the all the entertainment bullshit. You seem like you're proud of yourself. Um. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am definitely. Uh, like not in in a way that you know I walk around and I think that I'm the shit. I'm just you know I'm I'm happy to be who I am now and I'm happy to be where I am. So I'm proud that I've I've been able to guide myself into in, into the the position that I'm at right now. Um, I don't think I'm better than anyone um, in any sense. I just feel like I know how to live the life that I want to lead, and I'm very proud of 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 me understanding who and what I want to be.